0: that guy ain't shit. Sorry-ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where the stars in this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev?
1: I am O.G.
2: Oh, look. He's got a billion toys. And I am P.K. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner.
3: I say we stay here and fight it out.
2: O.G.'s not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here, you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying
1: the Toy Biz Legends box set.
2: Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are.
1: I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have amigo Isis action figure.
3: All mighty Isis.
2: Big Kev's geek stuff dot...
0: You fuckers think that just cause a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want.
1: There it is. Oh, hey! It's recording. Now. It's
3: working now.
1: Uh, we weren't planning on making this episode deja vu, no. but uh, but that's 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 the direction we're heading.
3: Sadly, your cat's looking at me like I like I owe it money. <laughs> Be careful, he's a thug. Oh wow, Jules, stop being a thug, you rat
1: bastard. They take don't, my lunch. No, no, I will kick you out of this room so fast. I
3: own you. I can't. I brought you into this house, Cat. I could take this you cat's out. This stealing the show right now as it's... Well, that's kind of what he does. Okay.
1: There, just just lay down. Can you just lay down? Happy oh, cat. Right. There you go. All right.
3: How you doing? All right. I'm okay,
1: thank you. Oh, good. You. Okay. Uh, we don't have Big Kev just yet. Not, but, not yet. But he will be here this evening. Um, he's going to be joining us. That's the word. Um, we did open up with the Ghostbusters song. Yeah, we did. But I know Kev has an opinion on that. So do I. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pause on uh, we're gonna pause on it just a little bit. Fine. Just a little bit. Hopefully, we'll go through one story first, and then we'll go right into Ghostbusters. That sounds fair. Um, before we do that, though, we should say that this is episode five hundred and twenty-five. This is true. Uh, we're calling this episode uh, "Stupid Fucking Cold," unless you're in Hawaii.
3: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it was brutal.
1: Uh, brutal. When I woke up yesterday morning, it was it was one degrees outside.
3: Mm hmm. hmm.
1: And when I woke up this morning, it was uh, four degrees outside. So it had quadrupled. It's nice. The morning comparison. Kind of a heat wave. Kind of a heat wave. Kind right? of going little, on. Yeah. Little, yeah. Little toasty. Um, I spent most of my work day yesterday outside. What? So um, so that was awful. But uh, but tomorrow it's going to be like in the mid 40s.
3: Yeah. So global warming. Yeah. Yeah. It's doing its thing. And uh, <laughs> I, so I, I moved into my house about two years ago and the first thing I th- said was, I'm going to rip out the radiators, put in forced hot air, look all nice. Yeah. So it was freezing fucking cold in the house. The, yeah. the dog was just stuck. Like he just jumped into the bean bag and just stayed there the whole day <laughs> where it was warm. And um, it, it was just brutal. And yeah. then as I'm saying on the line, it's too fucking cold outside. And at that point I, I tweeted you saying, ah, got, a, got a name for the show. Yeah, We'd have to figure it out halfway through again. That's it.
1: So that's it. So do you still have radiators or did you rip them out?
3: I was I, w- I ripped them out because, you know, I was I was told it would be a good idea to yeah. do this and do that. And uh no, yeah. I should not have bought a hundred year old house and then ripped out the radiators because that's what stupid people do.
1: So so the room that we're in right now is is pretty toasty. Yes. Oh, it's nice. Radiators.
3: Yes. <laughs> radiators in my yeah. house. You, you live and learn. Yeah. What are you going to do?
1: I mean, I had thought about, honestly, I had thought about putting forced air in, too. Honestly, the only thing I might do is I might put in air conditioning at some point in time, mm-hmm. but I will never get rid of my radiators. In radiator.
3: this episode of This Old House. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, so before we get into Ghostbusters... It
3: um, did Cat's attacking you? me. Jules, either get out of the room. <laughs> I will pause this show if I have to. I want to see. I wish I could see what the Instagram uh, <laughs> folks are saying right now. <laughs> it's. I don't know. It's quiet in there It's right brutal. Now. I'm going to keep. I'm,
1: I'll, I will hurt you, Kat. Whoa, whoa. I will take you out.
3: I didn't I realize you to. were the
1: angry one here. If I, I mean, if I have to get angry, Nick, I'll get angry. Wow. Holy he shit. He put his claws into you. I saw. I saw. He's a rat bastard. You're a rat bastard. Anyway, um, let, let's talk about unsolved mysteries first. And the reason I want to do this one before Big Kev gets here mm-hmm. um, is because it, I do have a personal tie-in. Not into unsolved mysteries in that I was ever involved in an unsolved mystery. Thanks for clarifying. Uh, I, I was never on the side of a milk carton in my youth. Yeah, oh, that's good to know. None of those sorts of things. But I, I do enjoy... I like like true crime podcasts and show. I like TV shows and stuff like that.
3: I remember watching it as a real little kid. Yeah. I remember if there was ever a time where like my grandma had to babysit my brother and I. Right. It, it always showed up. It always was on, was on TV. Yeah. And And... Uh, you know, she would always use that as an excuse of you can't trust strangers, and That's that was right. before the internet and everything became a, a, a thing. Um, I have mixed feelings about this. I, I think okay. it's going to be wildly popular, Okay. at the same time, I think the last thing we really need is con- people coming up with conspiracy theories on unsolved mysteries uh, or, poss- or murders and uh, create more uh, negativity more than anything else, I feel.
1: I feel like unsolved mysteries was the original Sort of
3: scripted,
1: like docudrama reality,
3: and it was series. damn good. It was. Good. I remember as a kid, like being sucked into it. Just as we're older now, with people just being, uh, let's just say, people are a little mean on the internet.
1: P- people are mean on the Sometimes internet. Sometimes
3: it happens, and uh, I feel like this is going to kind of help fuel that a little bit more.
1: I, I think you're probably right,
3: but it'll be a hit show at the same time.
1: Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I like. I said, I like. Uns- I like. True crime podcasts. I even like. I even like sort of. I even like like crime drama. Like I was always into like Law and Order and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Um, recent podcast that I just listened to was The Angel of Vine, which was a tr- like a rate an old the oldie, oldie times sort of radio drama. It was presented I like as that. like a. It was
3: presented as a true crime. Okay. But it was a fake crime do you know what i mean yeah no no i got you i think the only thing like that's for that i listen to is uh i, I can't do anything that's like true crime stuff yeah. uh, or just news in general so i try to <laughs> mr creepypasta okay he uh the guy just reads off uh horror stories that people write short stories sometimes it's it can be one eight minute long episode or it can be maybe five or ten episodes in a row something like that okay and uh and they're damn good that's horror, interesting. horror stories.
1: Mr. Creepy Pasta. Mr. Creepy
3: Pasta. All right. I'll look into it's Mr. It's good Creepy stuff. Pasta. It's it's good. Some of the uh some of the episodes are really, really good.
1: If if you like uh if you like the radio dramas, I'm gonna recommend that everybody check out the Angel of Vaughn. It was hey. uh it was it was pretty interesting. And the lead star was Joe Mang- Manganiello. Manganello.
3: And I also just on that note, also the thrilling the thrilling adventure hour. Okay. Uh where they don't they don't do it anymore. Well actually they're they're kind of restarting it now. But uh it was just the old timey radio. Uh, and it was just uh, people on the, who I think did the theater who uh, um, just do all these different random stories and everything. They're, it was fantastic. So if you can go back as far as you can in iTunes or whatever yeah. provider you use, highly recommend it.
1: All right. All right. You know which one I never got into? And I, I know it's wildly popular. I know there are fans of this show that swear by it, East Co- uh, West Coast Scott. Uh, welcome to Night vale. I
3: I was just going to mention that next. I... Their, tr- li- their live shows are fantastic. Yeah. I've gone to two of them. Okay. Uh, and it's 10 times more fun than actually listening to the show itself.
1: I- I've listened to a bunch of the show. I've mm-hmm. listened to the first, I don't know, maybe 30 or 40 episodes. Oh, that's it? Of the podcast. I would
3: thought you would have said more.
1: No. No, because I... No. <laughs> <laughs> not so much. Because I feel like I committed a lot of time at 40 episodes. Because they're not short.
3: No, they're not sure, and you got to pay attention to it. It's not like something you can kind of yeah, it's not daydream background in noise. or out. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's definitely not. But it's it's a damn good one. I got into it because you guys mentioned it on the show. Um, it was kind of like the the sci fi show Eureka, but on crack. Uh huh. And that's really the best way I can kind of quickly describe it to somebody. Yeah. Because uh, it what is it? I, I've also told like it's like up is down and left is purple. Okay, that, that kind of makes sense. It's, it's, I, don't know, I like the show. It's good if you're going on a long car ride instead of a book on tape. Right. And I uh, highly recommend listening to their shows. I feel like they, they're in the area at least once a year. Yeah. Because they tour all over.
1: I, I, I mean, I don't hate it by any stretch of the imagination. It's, it's I unique. I just
3: don't think it was for me. It, it's a unique podcast. Yeah. So I also like the idea of just two guys from Brooklyn who kind of just did this right amazingly successful podcast. And they're kind of doing it on yeah. their own for the most part.
1: And it, it, it definitely is bizarre world. Yes, but um, it's creative. It's different. It is creative. I, I don't it know what
3: different. else you can compare it to. Not that I know a lot of podcasts.
1: <laughs> yeah, only a handful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's move forward. We want to go the news. I don't know. I mean, I, I I thought maybe Big Kev would have joined us by now, but he still has not joined us. So He's let's nice. let's go to um, let's go to Fantasy Island because that's just ridiculous. It,
3: yeah. <laughs> I remember reading this. No. Original Fantasy Island? No, I know. I remember seeing clips of it. I mean, maybe. I don't remember if that was on Nick at Night. Yeah. I want to say no. I don't think I've ever seen full episodes of it either. I've seen, like, clips. Like, like, I know the
1: cultural significance of, like, Tattoo. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like, I've seen clips. I've seen. I've heard bits and pieces. But I don't think I was a big, huge fan of it. Now, that said, reading what it is. So I don't I don't think I ever even realized what it was about. So reading this article, they gave a description of the classic in mm-hmm. They they described it as uh, an island drama dealt with uh, dealing with dark themes and the supernatural, but with a little bit of cheesiness as visitors would come to the island to live out their fantasies. That's I mean, it sounds interesting.
3: It also sounds like the second Scooby-Doo movie a little
1: bit. Right. <laughs> right. It, well, it sounds like it sounds like a Scooby-Doo. It sounds like like this this described it uh, the the upcoming film, which is they're making a film. The uh, which that film surprised was surprising. Yeah, as a mix between Westworld and Cabin in the Woods.
3: That's 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 interesting. That's a tall order to kind of compare yourself to when there's no finished product.
1: Right. But but the cast, I don't necessarily hate the cast. I mean, Michael Rooker I like just about anything he's done. Um, Charlotte McKinney, I don't know a lot of her work, but she's okay. Parisa Fitzhenley uh, is okay. I don't hate her. Um, Austin Stowell, I I didn't watch the new Catch Twenty Two, so I'm not sure what that is. Um, So, I mean, this sounds like something. Michael Pena is going to be in it. I like Michael Pena. Uh, This sounds like something
3: you're definitely going to maybe consider putting in your queue once it's on Netflix.
1: Yes. Dave Bautista. I like Dave
3: Bautista. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's I don't know. I don't again. I don't I don't
3: hate it. I'm I'm curious on who this is going to be directed to. But I have to see more of it.
1: It's it's going to be it's going to be hard
3: because if they go.
1: I feel like they have to go for like a scream type tone. So they got to hit the horror just hard enough Mm -hmm. to make horror fans happy, but not too hard to exclude people who are not fans of horror. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean... Like, I'm thinking like Club Dread. Did you see Broken Lizard's Club Dread? Mm -hmm. You know what Broken Lizard is. They did uh, Highway... uh, Super Troopers. Yes. Okay. So they they did this horror... Horror movie. I'm using air quotes. They did this horror movie... That was, you know, it was like it took place at a, you know, it took place at like a club bedtime place and, you know, you
3: know, teenagers
1: get lured into the woods and end up dead like that sort of thing. Doesn't
3: this almost sound like a James Gunn kind of uh, project he's taking on? It does, except that, you know, he's
1: doing Brightburn. Yeah. Which I'm much more interested in than uh, than this.
3: So, um, so, yeah. Uh, let's, but meanwhile, I will say yes. With Monopoly, okay. I'm actually kind of intrigued by that for some reason.
1: So, so you know, many people may not know this, Nick, mm-hmm. um, but I used to fancy myself a Monopoly collector. Oh, were you in this very home? I probably have a hundred different versions of Monopoly. Seriously, I'm serious. All I mean, right. They're all packed away in Tupperwares. You know, different exclusive versions. You know, like the Star Wars and Lord of Rings, crazy stuff like that. But I have I have Monopoly from all across the globe. I have. Versions from, like, Australia and from uh, different, from, like, two from England. Like, since you were a kid,
3: you just collected Monopoly? Just
1: collected Monopoly. Just Just fell into it? Yeah, it was, I really liked the game growing up.
3: I remember, I know I have a Spider-Man Monopoly at home, and I also remember when uh, Superstorm Sandy hit us in, what was that now, 2009, something Mm -hmm. like that? Yeah. There's a picture of my roommate and I at the time where uh, we're holding flashlights up to the board game, and we're just playing Spider-Man for that first night yeah. when the storm hit. Uh, and I still got that somewhere sitting around.
1: Yeah, actually, I think it might have been 2012 Sandy, because I was in this house already, and my son was born already. He was born in 2011, so it had to be Not 2012. Right. Right. But but any, but the point is, well, I'm just now. Nah, I was just trying to think of it, but yeah, I've always <laughs> been a fan of Monopoly. I don't know why. I think we we played it a lot as a kid. It was like a big family game. For Whenever us. I
3: seen like the like the all wooden board game, uh, yeah. boarded <laughs> take two, the all wood board game sets, right? If it's that, if it's Scrabble, if it's any other kind of game, um, I don't know why. Like I always wanted to, I always kind of want those for my living room, even though there's no reason for me to have it.
1: Yeah, and like I have like I have old vintage sets that I've bought through the years. Mm-hmm. I have a, a Monopoly set that's entirely made out of chocolate. Really? That I have that I have stored in a the, freezer.
3: The winner gets diabetes. Yeah,
1: um, I have a Monopoly set that's entirely made out of shortbread cookies.
3: Interesting. <laughs> so, so it's quite a collection.
1: So I, I yes. So I, then, I, how do
3: you feel about this movie then?
1: Um, I don't. So my biggest concern about the movie it, it's not that they're doing a Monopoly movie. It's I still don't understand what the story is.
3: I'm assuming, and again, this is all just assuming right now. It's going to be one of those, like, to a small degree, like it's a mad, 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 mad world where there's a bunch of people they're they're looking to get the like the treasure, like they're looking to get like the big honey pot of cash, maybe or right. deal or whatever, and try to knock off their competitors one by one by one. So I am kind of guessing that that's the, the route they're going to take. And at the long run, I feel like if they can do a clue movie, they yeah. could probably do something with this. Or Jumanji, twice. But 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 a Clue movie, to me, like in my
1: brain, just knowing Clue and the Mm -hmm. little bit of story behind Clue, I get that. Like I could see a story there. There's a story in the the Clue movie, but there's like there's a good story. There's a story built into the game. It's a murder mystery. Yeah. Right. Monopoly is really just a bunch of real estate moguls, essentially. I mean, that's what you're playing. You're playing a real estate mogul trying to own Atlantic City.
3: I mean, yes. No, you're absolutely right, and I feel like it's just they're using it as a very loose premise, right? And um, I don't know. I forgot who has the rights for Monopoly. I don't know if that's a. It's
1: Parker Mat- Brothers, which is Mattel, I believe.
3: All right, so it's Mattel. Yeah. So and they kind of need a big win. We were saying the last time with the yeah. Barbie. Oh, no, and I'm a...
1: sorry. I'm sorry. It's Hasbro. Hasbro. It is Hasbro. It's okay, not so Parker
3: if Brothers, it is Hasbro, yeah. then they're probably just looking to put like all their chips in and try to cash out big at, in the, the long run. So. Yeah. It's, Not a terrible idea if that is the case.
1: I mean if they if they didn't like it's a Mad Man Mad World and it and it and it had sort of I yeah, I don't know, maybe that maybe I, I'm just I'm try I'm trying to
3: They put the Monopoly movie edition sets out there, yeah, they'll right. they'll do extra stuff. Like ever, it's gonna be featured in Walmart and Target and all those other places too.
1: It's just ever since they announced this movie, because this movie's been in development for at least a year or two now. I, I think. thought it was longer even, so yeah. Uh two thousand fifteen, yeah. It was first announced. Like, I feel like ever since it was announced, um, I, I've been trying to figure out what it could possibly be. Um, hey, Big Kev. Hello. How you doing, sir? You're not coming. I, in I can't hear a word
3: he's saying. Like at all.
1: You're you're Around not you're not, feeding into the board. I'm not feeding into the board. Can you hear us? So the loop is going back out to you. That's important. <laughs> but you're not coming in. Is is your microphone on? I, I think that's your it's not on my end. Right, here, we're gonna pause the show for a second. Okay. Hold on. <laughs>
0: Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking, and when she passes, each one she passes goes.
2: All right, sorry about that, but we're back. Hello. A few technical difficulties beyond OG's control.
1: We we sorted them out. We figured out what the issues were.
2: For now. Indeed, we did.
1: All right, we can move past Monopoly. I think. I think All right, we that's beat fine. Monopoly into the ground. What? Um, but let's. But but we've been waiting for you to talk about uh, the Ghostbusters teaser. Big head.
2: Now now uh, okay. So I'm a little late. So uh, catch me up. Just just what did I miss?
1: Uh, we talked about unsolved mysteries.
2: What, we, what, it's coming back? Yeah, we yes. talked
1: about Fantasy Island, who's, and we talked well, about, who's about the host? Uh, I don't... Have they announced who the host is? I'm sorry.
2: So uh, it's just Unsolved Mysteries is coming back? No,
1: no, yeah, no, it's, it's coming back to Netflix.
2: To Netflix? Yes. Unsolved Mysteries? Like Robert Stack, Unsolved yes. Mysteries?
3: Um, t-
1: t- 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 I don't know if they've announced... I don't think so.
2: That. Okay, what was the next thing?
1: Uh, fantasy Island
2: and then Monopoly fantasy Island reboot uh movie oh are they filming it anywhere local to me
1: I do not know it doesn't say
2: speaking of speaking of which they are filming the fast and the Furious sequel here oh, well, with Dwayne Johnson Huzzah. uh Jason Momoa and I believe uh what's his name as well Jason Statham well. look at that oh yeah, that's and, cool. and Tamora, Tamora Morrison as well
1: you're like halfway fancy or something
2: yeah, halfway. What was the next thing? Uh,
1: the Monopoly movie gets Kevin Hart is producing and starring
2: That's in the it. Monopoly movie. Yes,
1: we don't know anything else about it. That's what Did, we were
2: saying. And you, you said you beat it into the ground. Did you pummel it and destroy it into the ground? No, because why?
1: No, all we, well, we've known about the Monopoly movie for two years. We've talked about yeah, it on the show, but no, what we talked about is just we don't we don't understand what the story could be or will be. Um... We, we talked a you know, I mentioned that I was a Monopoly collector, that
2: kind it's, of thing. It's Jumanji, but Monopoly.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we have to see. I can't get excited about it until I know more. I can't be upset about it until I know more. Till you see a trailer. Right. My, not even till I see a trailer, at least till I get a premise. Yeah. Till, till I have an idea of what it's going to be about. And till then I can make a, a better decision. So
2: you did not open with Black Panther was nominated for Best Picture today?
1: Uh, no, I missed that news, actually.
2: I and they got like six or seven nominations as well. I'm not surprised, but that's great. Black Panther, first comic book movie ever nominated for Best Picture.
3: I mean, I think Avengers for Best Special Effects, I believe. Yeah. I'm not, I
2: mean, not sure, but I know that, that that's the news. The news is that they got nominated for Best Picture. It's unreal. I'm highly, I mean, well uh, deserved. It's not going to win, wrong.
1: but, but uh, yes, well deserved.
2: Yeah, well deserved. I agree. And uh, your boy Remy Malik yes. nominated for Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody also nominated for Best Picture, which I found a little odd because I liked it, but Best Picture—I don't know that I would have went there.
1: Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. It got a—it got a lot of good buzz. I mean, there was a lot of hate, but it was most of the hate was misguided. Um, right. At least, in my opinion, I think it was misguided.
3: But uh, I think this is actually pretty interesting. So for visual effects, it's Avengers, Christopher Robin, uh, First Man. Ready Player One and Solo: A Star Wars Story. Cool. I, that's
1: a that's a good run for Chris for for that's a good run for visual effects. They're all pretty heavy in yeah. in that department.
3: Kind of forgot about Christopher Robin.
1: Um, yeah, you know, and Christopher Robin, you know, that that's that that's the whole live action CGI mashup business. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Ready Player One wins that one, but we'll see. Yeah, really, Spielberg film, lots of. I mean, it's it's entirely it is entirely special
3: effects. <laughs> yeah, when, but with Avengers, with your main character being just a CGI your main creature, villain being uh,
2: yeah, yeah CG.
3: I don't know. I don't know.
2: That that's going to be an interesting one to watch.
1: It is. It, it will be an interesting one to watch. Um, let's let's jump over to Ghostbusters though.
2: So, the Ghostbusters, all right. The Ghostbusters. So
1: so little Wrightman. <laughs> it was announced that he was going to do a. He was going to do.
2: Lil' Reitman. Lil' yeah. And
1: it was announced that he was going to do a Ghostbusters film. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a teaser image, followed by a teaser. Yes. And pretty much that's all we know, other than it is not a reboot.
2: It's coming out in 2020. It is the sequel to the first two. It is
1: a sequel to the first two. That mm-hmm. is correct. That's all we yes. know so far.
2: That's it. And all of the rumors are terrible. And I hope none of them are true.
3: What are the rumors?
2: That it's kids.
3: Like passing a baton. Well, well, he
1: said that it was no, going to no, be a kids, passing of the kids, torch.
2: Like teenage kids, 13, 14, like yeah. Stranger Things. I was going to
1: say, so they're trying yeah. to hit the... I don't know. That seems like a.
2: That's what the rumor is. It's a fairly solid rumor. But Reitman
1: himself said it was going to be a passing of the torch. I don't yeah. know how you pass the torch to a bunch of teenagers. To me, that doesn't make sense. Nah, no, they, they got to be at least 20 100%.
2: Something. And if I you know, and if they these rumors weren't repeating and reoccurring, I would totally be down with you. Maybe they're all wrong. Maybe they're all giant red herrings. I hope they are. Maybe they're just feeding off of the season two Stranger Things where they were all were in perfect I, Ghostbuster costumes. I would
1: I would have to see where the rumors originated. Because because all the all that I mean, all we know so far is that Reitman wrote a Reitman wrote a treatment. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even have a full script. So I don't know where those, you know, to to, to me, and I'm not I'm not saying that oh, you're no, wrong, oh, Big Kev. Yeah. But but you know, I'm always hesitant that you know maybe El Maybe started one of these rumors. Uh,
2: I, well, I yeah I agree with you, except I I actually was hoping it was it would lead back to El Maybe, but it's a multiple sources at this point, so I'm I'm hoping that's not true, but I can't say you know, obviously I can't say for sure. And sir, he has they're going into production like next week. Are they? Yeah, because I, they that movie equitably. comes out in 2020. Oh, I, did, I didn't... That's next summer, so they're going to be in production for it before this summer, uh, I imagine. And this is the time where we're just going to start to hear... We're, I think we're going to start to hear the castings and everything else. That's right. why I'm saying we need to... I think it's fairly prudent of us as fans to be prepared for anything. Okay.
3: Um, I think the sad see. part so far is just the fact that we got a Ghostbusters trailer, but it doesn't. There isn't that much excitement going around this trailer. I feel.
2: Well, and and the excitement seems to be, and the excitement seems to be coming in the form of uh, Leslie Jones. Is that what you're looking up, OG?
1: No, no, Leslie Jones. Leslie is not pleased Jones by it. has
2: been tweeting mad against this because you know there's no current sequel plan for the Girlbusters movie, right. Good. and she's up in arms about it that you know everyone's hating on their film um uh, but it's okay for them to do a sequel to the original film why because it has men in it white men or whatever it is that she said if you look up leslie jones's tweet no i
1: saw i saw the controversy and then she backpedaled a little bit on it and said something about maybe she shouldn't have been so harsh look i liked i liked the ghostbusters reboot I didn't. hate I did too. it too. I, I yeah, really I, enjoyed it. Actually. I didn't care for
2: it. Um, I thought Kate McKinnon was hysterically funny, and when isn't she? I thought she, uh, she was a she was the really, bright spot as a group of of women uh, 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 kind of trying to tackle that. I thought it was excellent. Chris Hemsworth as well. Uh, I mean, what was not to like about that movie? I don't understand the hate, except for the ghosts were all this sort of neon awful that I hated. Other than that. I had no beef with the flick.
1: Yeah, I, I, but, I mean, the movie didn't, even though it was well-received by some, it was not well-received by others, it didn't do great in the box office. True. Um, I don't think it did great in Aftermarket, like Blu-ray said. Well, I know
3: it wasn't It wasn't released in China. So, right.
1: So, I mean, I'm not entirely surprised that there's not a sequel planned for that. And her right. biggest gripe is, well, if they do a sequel to the third one, it's like, our movie doesn't even exist. Well, no, your movie still exists. and you know, in, its it, own universe, in its own universe, it outside of blah blah blah, yeah, that's um, right. So, we'll see, we'll see what the rumors, if any of the rumors, pan out. Um, I'm hoping it's not a bunch of teenagers.
3: I'm just more upset th- for the fact that, like, I'm not excited for this. Ghostbusters is one of my favorite, you know, yeah, aspects like Turtles, Ninja Turtles, and Ghostbusters, since I was a little kid, were my favorites, and I, I'm just not excited for this. I mean, I was kind of. Underwhelmed with the last movie, and I wish I could be excited about this like that. It was a big deal, but I don't know. I just have no faith right now, kind I, of in it. I,
1: I think it's look. I think it's all gonna it's it's all gonna entirely hinge on the story. Where they take the story, that that's it, right? I mean, if if they just try to if they just try to call it a. You know, a, a continuation with, you know, a couple of peppered Easter eggs into the mm-hmm. classic or is it is it a true continuation? Who is but I don't know. It's I it's too early for me to. I, I'm excited as a Ghostbusters fan of the original films, but it's too. I. It's again, I think it's too early to pass any for me. It's too no, early no, 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 so it is way to too early to pass any sort of true judgment on it.
3: They have to make sure that they take time working on the trailer. Because right. no matter what you thought about the last film, yeah. that first trailer was just panned ridiculously. Yeah, it was. And it wasn't a good trailer. It wasn't a good trailer. I agree.
1: Um, so, there you go. Ghostbusters happening. One way, or, mm. one way or another, we're getting a Ghostbusters film sometime in 2020. Summer. Summer of 2020. Uh, Space Force. Yes.
2: Yeah, hysterical. Netflix, crap. boy, they, yeah. they really are really funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, are you being Are you being sarcastic? Or are you being serious? No, I, I think it's oh. really
2: funny that they're doing a space force <laughs> series based on Donald Trump's <laughs> space force idea.
1: Uh, you know my my only concern is my only concern is is what well, I, I don't what is it though, is it is it sci fi future? Is it dis? Is it near future? It doesn't matter.
3: You're going to be talking it, about it's, it.
2: It should be taken in the same vein as Iron Sky. Well,
1: see, this This is... When I first heard this, right? When I first heard about this, the only thing that I could think was, oh my God, this should be like Team America. Like, that's... A, I, like, marionettes and all. Like, that's where my... <laughs> like, Thunderbirds... Like, that's where I, my brain went.
2: I'm sure if Matt Stone yeah. and Trey Parker could um, overcome the shutters they still get from having made Team America. I'm sure that's the way that, that it would go. Right. I somehow think that that is not going to happen. However, if you think about it, this always happens when there's a sort of a controversial president. And actually, that one also had to do with Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Remember, That's My Bush? Yes. You know, it's the same—I think it's just the same idea. They've just taken an aspect—oh, and there's, there's in the animated— isn't there an animated one on MTV about Trump now? I can't remember what it's called. I don't
3: know. I know. There's, there's some about. animated
2: yeah. series about Trump. I don't remember what it's called, though. Was that from um, Stephen
3: Colbert? I think he had it on his show, maybe. I, I'm, I'm not sure. But I know there's a,
2: this is an actual thing. I'd have to look it up. Um, but, the, the you know, the point is that I I think it's really funny for Netflix. I mean— if they're going to bounce in and do some satirical stuff, I think this is ripe for being, uh, uh, uh made and satirical considering, I mean, look at all the memes and all the oh, sure. stuff that came out of that. Yeah. I, I think it's really funny.
1: It's, uh, it's Steve Carell and Greg Daniels.
2: Yeah. Who, who was, you uh, go. you
1: know, create a force behind the American office. Correct. Yeah. Um, so, um, which is funny. All these articles are, are crediting, uh, Greg Daniels as the creator of The Office. And I'm like, mm, not so much. No, not so much. But, but that said, I mean, the, the guy is, the guy did an amazing job with The American Office. But I would sure. credit him as the creator of The Office. I think that goes to another. With an man.
3: asterisk next to it. Yeah, maybe. yeah, right. With a little footnote. All right. Um, yeah,
2: that should go to, what's his name? The comedian who created it. Gervais. Gervais, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ricky Gervais.
1: A Bumblebee sequel is already in development.
3: Yeah. That's
1: um, interesting. Having just watched Bumblebee this past weekend.
3: And you liked it a lot, right? I liked it a whole
1: lot. Um it it Now that being said, I liked the first I liked the first Michael Bay Transformers film.
2: See, and there goes your credibility right. <laughs> there, <now>. no, <laughs> that
1: No, 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 no. I thought that first movie was a decent introduction to a modern take on the Transformers, it went downhill rapidly from there. Um, I've seen, I saw the first three, I guess. Was which one was the one with the Dinobots? Was that the third one?
2: I honestly don't, I know. don't, I don't know. I, I, I barely made story. through the first one.
1: Um,
2: what was like, the one with uh, Marky Mark?
1: Was he in any? Oh, that was I only the, saw the first that was one. The Dinobots that was and then he was in
2: the one after that with uh wasn't he in the one with anthony hopkins as well Yes,
1: that was the last night the last night or i didn't see that one
2: tomorrow night or next night whatever
1: um so i liked i think actually last night was the fifth movie in the franchise age of extinction was the fourth um so i liked the first michael bay movie but bumblebee actually felt like Growing up Transformers, like they looked like Transformers, they sounded like Transformers. The story was a lot better than the first Michael Bay movie.
3: Is this um, a reboot at all, or is this? Well, uh...
1: no, and yes. Okay. Yes, Kev.
2: I was gonna say, uh, you know, if you would like to uh, comment on the new Bumblebee movie, and your name is Cornboy give us a call at the GVM line
3: 201730 BKGS I, I know that yes. he was not a fan
2: Not a fan it would be undercutting it sir well, I believe he when he commented on he said it's only the second film that he ever walked out on
1: Yes I, and look I respect Bumble, uh, Bumblebee. I respect <laughs> Coral res- boy I respect Bumble boy I respect uh, Corn boy and his opinions I just I really enjoyed it I thought it was really good. What
2: would your son, think, what'd your son think? I'm saying he, he, he should really call the GBM line and yeah. uh, have at you. That's, That's what fine. I'm saying. He can have at me.
1: I I just It was nice to see Cliffjumper look like Cliffjumper. It was nice to see Bumblebee look like Bumblebee and Soundwave yeah. look like Soundwave. It was nice to see Shockwave. It was nice to have a story where they gave us a good story on Cybertron. You know, it was nice to not have Prime be the only focus of the film. It was there were a lot of things to like about that movie, in my opinion, as a longtime Transformers fan.
2: I I, I am going to watch. Actually, I'm going to watch that one simply because of the things that you just said with regards to the way that they look, because my criticism of the Bay movies has always been the same, which is I can't make them out from, you know, heads to tails. Uh, like, you remember there's that fight scene in the first movie. I don't even know who's fighting. Uh, maybe it's Optimus Prime. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's three characters. I don't even know. Because they're so alike, and they're so nondescript, and they're so uh, there's the, the movement and everything when they're moving around. What's that?
1: Especially the Decepticons. Yeah. The Autobots I, had so, some color to them.
2: You know, there's such yeah. a, a, a fluidity to the movement and everything. Else. I can't tell one thing from another thing. And so if you're presenting to me that the Bumblebee movie has the characters looking like the characters. Well, I'd like to check that out and see what they actually would look like in a, uh, you know, in, in a, in a movie, in a live action movie as the characters I remember.
1: I mean, Cliffjumper is ripped right out of the original comic. So is Bumblebee. And so is prime shock uh Soundwave, I mean, he's the cassette deck, but you don't see him transform into the, into like the Walkman. Or you know, or the or the boombox. He's right. But you do see him eject Ravage, and Ravage looks like a dog. Like, right. Yeah. Like I mean, he look. You know, Soundwave is not a satellite.
2: <laughs> like, right.
1: You know they they tr- and and that was exciting to me. You see Jets, star screen, You see Starscream. Right. Um, I, I I really liked it. I thought it was. Did really they get the good. voices? They did. It was Peter Cullen, and I'm pretty sure it was Frank Welker. Uh, oh, no, well, well what's-his-name wasn't in it. Megatron is not in it. Right. Um, but Welker did Soundwave, too. But but Soundwave's voice is the processed Soundwave voice.
2: That's cool. So,
1: I mean, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it.
2: Did it was... Starscream have that annoying voice?
1: Yes. Uh, Starscream! <laughs> actually, Starscream, uh, the other, you see Jetfire, I think. Starscream, you see on Cybertron, but I don't know that... He might have one line, and it's a throw. At. Uh, um, got it. But it was still good. I, I don't know. I liked it. It was it was enjoyable. It was silly at times. It was a little campy at times. Mm-hmm. But it was good, and I enjoyed it. That's fine. You can wonderful. All the wonderful. Okay.
2: What did we call uh, this episode?
1: Uh, stupid fucking cold. Unless oh, you Hawaii. It
2: too darn cold. Yeah.
1: Stupid fucking <laughs> cold. Unless you're in Hawaii is where we went with this episode. All right. Um, I think we have to take a break.
2: Because
1: yeah, we're good. We're good. Whew.
2: Little, little, little panic Why did that stop recording? <laughs> because you said break.
1: Uh, so I think we have to take a break, but we will be back shortly. Um, we have some comic book stuff, right? We have a, a couple of comic book or toys. a toy kind of. No, we can, can do both. Oh, okay. You you, you have some comic oh. books on here you want to mention? You have a a collectible we could talk about? Yeah. And anything, Big Kev, that you want to you want to hit on that we might have missed? But I think we hit most of it. So, um, oh, I want to talk about the Tolkien. Uh, Thing just briefly as well. Oh, yeah. So we'll hit that in segment two also. So All with right.
2: that. With that, OG, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 525. Is that right? Yes. yes, 525. Oh, 525. Stupid fucking cold. Unless you're in Hawaii. Yes, unless you're in Hawaii. Got it. All right.
0: Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, obi Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of Building the Galaxy, Droid Directory, Understanding Robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space.
1: No, oh, no, we're calling it stupid, stupid. fucking cold. I say it's making my brain fry. Unless you're in Hawaii. Kev, it was
3: it one yesterday. Rolls right off the tongue. It one? Went, it was one No, yesterday. it was it was minus ten. With yeah. with, with, the, with wind, the wind right? the wind was bad.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was, it Do you was... guys have snow or was it just cold? No, just, just cold. Well, I had snow. Uh yeah.
1: Oh. I, I we had a little dusting on Saturday. We didn't we were supposed to get a big storm.
2: Well, you know, I had a weather thing too, and I had to actually close the windows. Uh, in my Jeep and put on the AC yeah, for much. like um, just a few minutes. We'll but... light a candle
3: for you. Yeah, yeah.
2: Cause uh, I mean it was really and and you know, did you guys see the moon by the way? Did you see the lunar eclipse? No, because no, nah. because
1: I I I I, I never want to get up at three a.m.
2: It wasn't at three. What was it at three a.m.? Was m. that one you guys were? Three
3: yeah, or It was like one, like one to three. But the, I
1: think I think three a.m. was on. 3 AM around here was supposed to be like the the like no, it, best no it couldn't time have been
2: something. it couldn't have been because i was watching it in the early evening and i'm only 5 hours behind you it couldn't have been that late 9 10 11 either 12, way we didn't see one. it may sure. 1 12 1 maybe no, even I'm, so e- i way, understand i wasn't up at
3: i get up it, stupid yeah. early for work and yeah. i just, i couldn't i just didn't have you time understand.
2: to go see it i'm <laughs> just saying when the blood red wolf moon appears yeah you should
3: take a look that's all I'm saying
1: all, all I'm saying is the next morning there were some beautiful photos online that I got to view this is true <laughs> True. all Very on the true. instagrams all on the instagrams the facebook's the tweeters
2: oh yeah maybe even myspace
1: okay. I don't know <laughs> Pretty good yeah, out probably there. And Friendster. somewhere on myspace yeah all right let's Can let's talk, talk about myspace page OG
2: no I don't think so
3: does I mean,
1: anybody I, 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 I guess I never I deactivated mine. it, so maybe it exists. I don't know.
2: I wonder if mine still is active. Um,
1: so we are back. We have uh, we had we had we had our sponsor during the break. There, yes. R two D two also not looking at the Blood Wolf Moon, <laughs> with all of his licensed sounds and pop up what? and controlling and all that fun stuff. Uh, he is not looking at the. Uh, he might be looking at the twin sons of Tatooine, but he was not looking at the Blood Wolf Moon here on planet Earth.
2: But it is an amazing uh, yeah. piece. We should say that, that's, uh, that, that that Build R2 is wrapping up, and the uh, I can say now officially, I think, the, the Build X-Wing.
1: Yes, we've been saying it officially for months.
2: I know, but I mean, officially, <laughs> officially, like we're going to be talking about oh, it. Oh, like, okay, okay. Officially. All right. So, yeah. yeah.
1: So check them out. You can go over to their website, buildr2d2.com, or you can give them a call to get in on that. There you go. All right. There you go. You have some comic book things that you wanted to bring up, uh, Nick. So why don't you run through those Yeah, three
3: things really quickly. Uh, First one's from DC, Freedom Fighters. Okay. Uh, Number one came out a while ago. I feel like number two should be out soon. I don't want to give too much away because it was pretty graphic and actually had some nice twists in there. Basically, it's one of the stories where uh, the Nazis beat the United States. And okay. they, they take over, and it's the fight essentially from uh, um, freedom fighters to come back and try to overtake the Nazis again.
1: So it's in Elseworlds. Yes, they figured they had already done Red Sun,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> so so do Nazis. So son. do Nazis next. I mean, that's look. I don't blame them. It was you know it was a good book. It was like I said, it was kind of surprising graphic and yeah. had a few good twists in it. Okay, and uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know if there's going to be was a the mini- writer who was the artiste. It is stand by to stand by. It is somebody, not oh somebody. Uh, oh, art by Eddie Barrows. Okay, and written by Rob Vendetti, Robert Vendetti. Okay,
2: all right, I'll I check it out. I don't
1: know either of these. I'll check it out. I did. I will say this. I did. I did cave in mm-hmm. and get the DC Universe trial. And what you think? Um, well, I'm I'm gonna check out some comic books, but I, I got it because. I had gotten too many people saying that I
2: should check out Titans.
3: And I'm how long is the free Titans. trial for?
2: To,
1: it's, it's only seven days. Okay.
2: Um, Does that mean you're going to get Doom Patrol?
1: So, well, so funny. You should mention that because I'm, I'm, I watched through episode four of Titans. My initial take, my initial hot take on the show, uh, I'm liking it. All right. um, it is unnecessarily violent at times. And that's not because I like unnecessary violence, because I loved Punisher, but I didn't. I don't feel like Robin needs to smash a guy's face down on a broken car window mm-hmm. and then rub his face across the broken
2: glass and spatter his blood. It gets your the attention.
1: But it, I it. mean, it certainly
2: got my attention. But well, it depends, which Robin is it?
1: Well, it's it's uh it's Dick Grayson.
2: Is it Dick? Yes. Oh yeah, so that wouldn't be appropriate. It's it's Dick Grayson. Um If but, it was one of the other Robins.
1: But they're they're building up. I'm I look, I'm assuming they're building up to the night to the Nightwing spin. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's the direction that they're gonna take. But that said, the, the episode that I watched, episode four, was the Doom Patrol episode. I loved oh. it. I loved it. It was great. Freaking what's his name as Robot Man? Yeah, uh, Brandon uh, Brandon Fraser? It yeah. was really good. It was really good. It actually makes me excited for the Doom Patrol series, which is coming next year. To be honest with you, what I likely will do it's is I'm not going to finish Titans in the seven-day free trial. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably sub for the first month. Cancel it. Uh, and then jump back on board when Swamp Thing comes out. Because that's the one that I'm really I looking want to see forward that. to. I'm really looking forward When's that to coming Swamp out? Thing next year. Okay. Um, and I and, and I think that I'll be interested in Doom Patrol. So I don't know yes. that I'll sub month over month, but I'll definitely try to pop like in binge and out, and then you know, co- come in and out for the shows because I'm liking Titans enough to consider season two, assuming the season wraps up well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm 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 willing to continue giving it a go.
3: No, I want to give it a shot too.
1: Um, Wolverine: The Long Night.
3: Yeah. So kind of because we were talking about other podcasts, I thought this was a really good podcast
1: did you listen to the podcast i did did? and i like
3: the podcast and the reason i have it on here for this list here is because if you listen to the podcast and you like the podcast i think it's an interesting way to see how it was converted from a podcast to a comic that said the book sucks really it's just an interesting way just seeing how they converted it from one to the other if you listen to the podcast yeah you're probably going to like the comic just to see how they switch things around And I think it's kind of intriguing how you visualize it in your head while listening to the podcast and how it's going to look on the panels.
1: Which is so bizarre because the podcast received a lot of praise. It was great. It was great. Um, and it's actually, I think it's, it, for a while it was exclusive to Stitcher Premium, but I think yes. it's free now.
3: Yeah, it was free on iTunes after, I think, a year, maybe? Yeah,
1: so uh, it's on my list of podcasts to jump into probably this week, actually. Okay. Um, you can
3: listen to it real quick.
1: Now that i finished Nightfall. Yeah, because they're short, right?
3: Yeah, uh, 40-ish minutes, oh, okay. maybe so 30. I can't remember off the top of my head. How
1: many episodes were there? Do you I want to say
3: 10 or 12. Oh, okay, so, so it's, it's, wow. it's, a, it's a couple. And it's, it was good. It was yeah, good it was quality good. stuff. The, the thing is, I think... I feel like this comic should have been like a little bit grittier. Um, so I've I've been to Alaska a bunch of times because right. this takes place in Burns, Alaska, and you just kind of like it was almost too polished. The panels I always kind of wish it was a little bit grittier. Okay, not so not darker, but just kind of not so clean and polished. And did they change? Who's the artist? The artist is uh, Marcio Takara.
1: Oh, I like Takara's artwork. He's a, I'm, I think I'm a big fan of his art. I, I, I just fact. don't think it
3: works in this circumstance.
1: Okay. No, no. I mean, look, If, if, I, in general, I am a fan of his art. No, no, I If it you. doesn't translate, it doesn't translate. I mean, in general, I'm a fan of a lot of artists, but I've seen them do work on books where I was like, mm, why, should, why would you do that? Um, yep. So. Um, and
3: maybe it's more of the colors than it was maybe the artist. Yeah, in this well,
1: time. it could be anything. Um, so did they also change significant story elements?
3: I mean, they kind of have to... St- I mean, I listened to this podcast maybe six months ago, give or take, so it's a little hard to remember exactly. Um, But you could tell that they had to stretch or add a few things in order to try to fill a 23-page comic book or condense everything to make it fit into the comic book at the same time. I
1: wish that instead of toying with it, they would have just straight up adapted it to a visual medium then. Like why? Why stretch? Why? That's 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 always the downfall. Whenever they try to write new shit off of something that's already successful to fill time, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, it ends up in failure. I mean, this is just uh, the way uh, Marvel does. Uh, uh, they just come out with the number one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's a great example. Lost. Um,
2: Conversely, sir. Yeah. Writing things um, that add to uh, a story that make it longer, successful. Lord of the Rings. Sure writing things that add to a story to make it longer failure the hobbit sure so you have two prime examples there. but
1: even lord of the rings they borrowed a lot of stuff from other books i mean they changed stuff as well
2: yeah i mean i mean they changed stuff they borrowed stuff from other books yes and they and you know but they didn't flat out write new shit right I mean, uh, I mean, at least some of it was de- – you know, most of it was derivative. All of it was really derivative from other things that had been written. Sure. The Hobbit, they were just like, we just need Evangeline Lilly in this movie.
3: Right, right. I, I got you.
2: I got you. So get her in there.
3: Yeah, so if anything, at least listen to the podcast, Yeah. especially now that it's free to download. All right. Um, before – if you even do pick up the book. Uh, and the best book on this list, Archie, 1941. I feel like this is a book that is not going to get not very popular for obvious reasons. Okay, but it's done. It's written by Mark Wade. Okay, and it's stellar. It takes place with uh, World War II, with some of the kids being enlisted, how people within Riverdale are being impacted by it. Okay, the artwork is just gorgeous. The colors is like they complement each other so very well. Um, You drew it, and it is by Peter Krause. Okay, I know Peter Cross, And uh this is just I've I think it's four issues are out right now, four out of five. And each one has just been fantastic. And I can't wait for the next one to read. And all right, I'll check and that out. It's something with you know, you don't think like Archie, like it's gotta be a great book. It's yeah. gotta be slapsticky. But this is a very serious conversation and uh something that is probably gonna go under the radar, but definitely worth this check at the combo comic book store when it goes on sale later on as a trade, or whatever the case may be, but it's definitely something that's worth reading um, because, I mean, I just love Mark Waid. Well, when it
1: comes out on trade, I'll be sure to go to lovely Gotham
2: Comics
3: Ah, a great place,
1: and pick up my copy
2: Uh, of the trade paper. I hope they follow up with uh, uh, Archie Vietnam. (laughs) There you go. Where we see how, you know, them being enlisted in the Vietnam War affects them all. You know, like... Jughead, you know, becomes like addicted and you know, like another one loses an arm. PTSD area. when you know. they come
3: back. Yeah, uh, exactly. Or poor, poor I, I basically see, as a sharpshooter.
2: I, I basically want to see Archie colon born on the 4th of July. <laughs> That's All right. basically what I want to see. We'll tweet out
3: Mark Mom. Wade to get that going.
1: <laughs> All right. And then we have, we have one bit of product before we wrap up tonight's show. Um, so hero forge yes so nick brought a hero forge mini with him hero forge has been on my radar for quite some time and um
2: oh oh that cat ain't having your nonsense sir <laughs>
1: no but this cat is giving a lot of sass tonight and to have to kick his ass mm-hmm. um wow so uh so hero forge has been on my radar for a while hero forge is pretty much a company where you can go and design your own mini
3: with lots of options.
1: with lots of options um, and and the the idea behind it is you take your character from your campaign and you can have your own mini designed printed, um, they send it
3: to you, and then you know you could play with it or paint it or.
2: So is it's
3: three D printed, right? Yep, it's it is three D printed. Three D printed. Um, it took I want to say three weeks, give or take. Uh, uh, the cat is all of all of my face, it's attacking me <laughs> on the keyboard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that did not end well for him. OG for the save. Um, all right, back to your forge. Um, you know, they gave you tons of options. If anything, um, it's a little overwhelming at first. You kind of just have to kind of click to see how you want every little thing to be. Uh, if it's, uh, so you know, it,
2: it's kind of like, sir, it, it's kind of more or less modern day character creation, like when you're playing, I don't know, Red Dead Redemption. And yeah, you're creating your online character.
1: And and it also gives you the ability, once you design your character, you can get the action pose and the static pose. Isn't that correct? Well, really? I think so. It yeah. gives you.
2: Awesome. <clears throat> and what do they get you for that there, Nick?
3: This was $25.
2: Yeah. You're right. <gasps> <laughs> He's dying. Yeah, the cat. The cat.
3: Um, Are you allergic to cat?
1: Yeah, that's why we've been trying to keep him off of Nick directly. Oh, rat bastard. Sorry, Nick. So I, I that, apologize. That
2: dude. is awesome. Do you have an epi pen? Because it'll be the <laughs> first time ever we've had somebody stroke out on the show. No,
3: but I am allergic to almonds, so that's that's important. Uh, cat, that as long as the cat okay. doesn't move the, with almonds. Make sure
2: that, make sure there's no almonds in So let me see this. So I we
3: I had a dragonborn rogue created. Um Oh, he's really it, nice. It came out damn near perfect from what I kind of was hoping for. Uh first thing I will say is uh with Hero Forge, um I screwed up the shipping Uh-oh. aspect. I, I uh, I actually uh, mistyped my own street. Oh, no. So I emailed them. Yeah. They um, got back to me within <laughs> 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And this was like a, a week after I put out the order. Um, they got back to me within 20, 30 minutes, um, said everything was fixed, good to go. And uh, I don't have to worry about anything. So like amazing customer service right yeah. off the bat. And, and, and,
2: it's, and it's, did you say it was 25 bucks? And is that for two figures? It mm-hmm. was
3: 25 bucks with
2: shipping.
1: No, but that's for, only the one though. For yeah, just yeah. the one. Just the no, one. No, they all,
2: so what I'm saying is once
1: you design it, they right. offer you the ability to get it in like
2: the different poses. Right. Um, but for 25 bucks a pop? Yeah. That's a little steep.
1: Um I mean, if you think about it, you pay you probably pay what? 5 bucks for two minis if you buy like a Pathfinder or a D&D mini right there about so 5 they, or 10 bucks ballpark, somewhere yeah. in that ballpark. So I guess I guess if you it's 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 a one-off so it's not mass produced
2: right
3: um the detail is pretty solid
2: the the design aspect of it is cool but i agree 25 is a little i mean 25 plus
3: shipping no no 25 with shipping
2: with shipping with shipping so i would think somewhere more along the lines of 15 to 20 including shipping i think would have been a more viable idea anyway that's just me
1: um but uh i don't know they're cool i've i've I've, I, i don't have one um I have no need to have one, but they're cool. I've played around on the website before. I've like tinkered with it and, and messed with the character creator Yeah, and the stuff only like thing that. is
3: like like it doesn't like the plastic is not very flexible. So you just got to obviously be really careful when uh you know, just using this on a game board or, or whatever. It, is it brittle? No, it, it's not brittle it's at not all. Brittle. It's just no, it's no, a just very firm it. plastic. But
1: it's it's not so so if you're it's, used to so Nick, Nick if you remember last week said he had taken a stab at painting, right? Oh no.
3: I was I was kind of starting to take a, a yeah. stab at Like just so kind of getting into it. If you're if you're used to painting like
1: a Reaper Bones Mini, right. you know, those things you can crush in your hand. They're super flexible. Right. Like the swords on those things bend, you know, Kev, they they bend, they come out yeah, all yeah, mm-hmm. I got it. This yeah. is this is there's no Not give opposite. to any of this. No, this is right. so so which is both good and bad. It's it's bad because you're right. Like I could see that bow, if it falls off a table, it could snap. Right, if it
3: falls on a hard floor, I could see that. But if you play with it gently and carefully, you should be okay. And there are different kinds of plastics you can yes. use. You can make that metal if you wanted to. Right. I mean, you can spend as much as $300 on a mini yeah. on the site if you want to. That's insane. I'm not saying yeah. it's a good idea, I'm just saying you can do it. Right, right.
2: <laughs> and and it, is it 3D printed? Yeah, 3D yeah.
3: printed. You but it's make, you nice, don't... though. It doesn't have print lines. You can also have the option to download the uh, schematics. Right, if you have your own printer, right? They they they'll sell you just the file. I think it's for 5 or 10 bucks. Yeah, the like file that. is cheap, right? So but it's it's a nice 3D print, Kev. It's Instagram
2: it's, just cut out, sir. Oh.
3: oh, yeah, look at that. All right. Um
1: well, we're going to we're going to wrap up anyway. Um oh. it, it's it's a nice it's a nice 3D build. It's a nice 3D print though. There's no print lines. There's no uh you know, there's it no It doesn't weird... have that
3: rough surface. No, it's Not smooth. It's smooth. I mean, Cause I, I was afraid the cape was actually going to have a lot of I, kind of printing problems, but it looks really solid
1: and I would I would venture to say that I would venture to say it does it say if it's ready to be primed or do you have
3: to prime it? I need to check that aspect of it see
1: because my my biggest concern would my my biggest concern with this is, Covering up um, the
3: detail with any primer.
1: No, 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 not covering up the detail with any primer, because it's just like anything else. You, the, the detail on this is no worse or no better than any other mini I've ever seen, so primer wouldn't be an issue. My biggest concern with this is anybody who's ever painted a mini knows the very, very, very first step outside of taking it out of the package, and it's a step that often people forget or skip, is to wash it with warm, mm-hmm, right. soapy water because yeah. you need to release any of the mold release that mm. might be on it now this is 3D printed so it doesn't have mold release but that doesn't mean that there aren't chemicals that leach out of it yeah. I would be concerned about brushing that with a toothbrush
2: yeah maybe just uh, so maybe, maybe just, a, just q-tip. a vigorous uh vigorous shaking in a in a, in a warm soapy, soapy bath yeah yes yeah. yeah,
1: and, and maybe yeah. a q-tip just to kind of yeah get in bit. there get in there but it, it should take primer pretty well
3: yeah, this looks pretty good. You should uh, should do a little Twitch tutorial on what people should do. Uh, I could do Nick, that. There you go. Nick, are okay. you in a game currently? No, I, I, I want to. I kind of uh, backed off a little bit between uh, just working at the store so much. But, right. Um, I definitely want to kind of get back into it and also just with the paintings as well. Not that anything I painted was any good. Uh, but just to kind of There you go,
2: OG. Now you got one.
3: uh,
1: Well people in Discord have been asking for for someone to run an an online one shot. So maybe we could figure out how to do an online one shot.
2: Oh, that would be awesome. I I mean, I I did
1: uh, at 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 a friend of ours request over the holiday, a friend of ours asked if I would run a one shot for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put together a quick little one shot for him and, and two of his friends, one kid in Germany. I told you the kid. Yeah, Gittles. I remember. It. Yeah. A friend in Germany and uh, another friend. And uh, I put together a quick little holiday one shot for them. That's cool. To just kind of get my my feet back to, to trying it. And I know we could do it through Discord. So it's possible to do Big Kev, which means that we could even get you in um, from Ooh. hawaii so maybe i'll try to put together a one shot for for patrons there you go nice one shot, shot for up. patrons look at that content and uh, and uh and and we'll figure out how to film it and uh record it and maybe we'll make that that audio available that should be fun um so i think that's it yeah i think, think so. that's it
3: yeah yeah, yeah yeah basically
1: do you have anything else big cab that you want to hit
2: on? i don't think so i just i was overwhelmed by that oscar news uh when i first heard it and i was like i was like oh make sure we talk about that
1: honestly speaking do you think they have a shot at winning
2: well i mean considering the other movies in the field Uh i don't know if nick can get those up really quick one of them is black klansman right it's the first time that spike lee has ever been nominated uh for director so i have a feeling he's gonna win for that right um or, or it's a feeling only because the rest of the, the field is kind of who. Right, right. Um, and so they're up against, I don't know. They're up against they're, some interesting films. They're up, they're against, up against Bohemian the, Rhapsody.
3: The favorites. Yeah. The favorites Greenbrook, Roma, a star is so born the, and vice. Well,
2: the, the favorites, a period piece. I don't know much about it. I think it's Emma, uh, Stone and maybe Rachel Weiss uh, in, in that. And what was the second one? Greenbrook. Greenbrook yep. is the um, uh, Ali, Mersha, LaHala, uh and Viggo Mortensen film. It's about some race relations in the 60s thing. Uh, so there's that. What was the next
3: one? Uh, what did I say? Greenbrook, uh, Roma, Star is Born. I have,
2: I have no idea what Roma is about. I think it's a Netflix movie, I though. Th- I
3: think I'm pretty sure it is, too.
2: Black and white Italian film. What else?
3: A Star Is Born and Vice.
2: See, that's the see those two. If anything, those two I think are probably going to be uh, um, have better shots. I think than um, uh, than uh, Black Panther does. I'm being told it's about Mexico City. Roma is Roma about Mexico City.
1: I, I, I have no I clue. Know. I, I oh. literally have no idea what that's about.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, um, um, there's that, and I'll see if any additional messages come in. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think it's just an honor to be nominated. But I really, I don't know, OG. I think in that list, I'd say it probably would be maybe a solid number three. Okay. All right. So un- unless you know some something incredible happens, I don't imagine it's going right. to win. All right. I have a feeling it would be Vice or a Star Is Born a star is before, born. and before. then you know. But there's always those other movies as well. You never know, like this um, this this uh, green green whatever that one, is, Green Book movie, yeah. has come out of nowhere as well. So.
1: Right, and you never know how the Academy's gonna uh, how to, how the Academy's gonna treat something. But in
2: a year, and in a year when Melissa McCarthy has been nominated for an Academy Award.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
2: anything is possible. Anything is possible.
1: All right, gentlemen. I hear that rap music playing in the background. The music, music, the music. Music. Yeah. R- music. Roma. On.
2: Roma is a neighborhood in, in New in Mexico City. There you go. Neighborhood. There in you Mexico. go. Roma is about Mexico City. More you know. Thank you uh, for that bit of information.
1: <laughs> so uh, don't forget, you can find us online
2: each and every week over at
1: bkgeekstuff.com. Uh, you can go over to patreon.com backslash stuff, pledge to here, and have fun with that. We appreciate all of our patrons. Dollar gets you into the Discord. $3 gets you the show early and the prep sheet. $5 gets you all the bonus content. $10 gets you the live stream, which I hope to up our live stream game in the next couple of weeks. I know I've been saying that for a while, but I have a new PC coming um, oh. either this week or early next week. And I think that will allow us to live stream to a different platform other than Instagram, so wow. um, so I, I'm toying with YouTube and a working soundboard. And a working soundboard. We'll have a working soundboard. Actually, the soundboard was working this week. We actually got it working. Though. Yeah, let's see if uh, Facebook
2: Facebook Live. Uh, I can't. I don't think I can keep Facebook
1: Live private though. Oh. I've got to lock certain people out. You know what I mean? I got to lock. What if we? What if we? Uh,
2: what if we created a patron page?
1: Maybe, maybe we could do it that way. We'll figure it yeah. out, we'll figure it out. Um, so we're, I'm toying with some stuff. So that's all coming in the near future. Things in the works. On social media, I am uh, still Geek Stuff OG, across all social media platforms, including uh, Twitch now as well, I'm over there a bunch. Um, Big Kev.
2: I am a second-generation geek no, on YouTube.
1: No, no, that, but thank you for plugging that channel. Do um, you know YouTube now will not let you? You can't get like YouTube.com backslash second-generation geek unless you have 100 followers.
3: I know they up the rules a
1: lot. On YouTube. Wow, really? Yeah, it used to be you needed none followers. Now you How need many? 100 in order to claim do, the custom URL. you have URL. 100
2: yet? No, nowhere near. How many do you have? 17 or 18. Well, let's go, folks. Let's get over there to Second Generation Geek on YouTube.
1: That's right. That's what. That's uh, me and my son really. creating content, doing... Vi- our and, latest video uh, was a and D&D video, as a matter of
2: fact. It was what? A
1: D&D video.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. I didn't want to get a chance to watch it. Well, I started watching the beginning of it. Yeah. And uh, I haven't finished it yet. So, yeah. So, get over there and check that out. And you can also uh, find me at Big Kev GS on the Xbox platform where I have been playing the one player version or the story version of Red Dead Redemption 2 as I eagerly await them to get out of fucking beta for the online Uh, and otherwise BK geek stuff everywhere else Instagram and all that I don't hardly use it enough but sometimes that do. be
3: Ha and Zach, and I am Monty's Mayhem on Twitter and on Instagram there you go. I uh, I put that in and I
2: got pornography. So maybe you should spell it.
3: What the hell are you writing? There? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Google. Cool...
2: <laughs> How do it, you spell it? It's M-O-N.
3: M-O-N-T-E-S
2: M-A-Y-H. See, see, I put the Y in. Montes. M O N T Y. I'm
3: Italian, so you gotta go with that.
2: Yes. Okay m-o-n-t-e-s mayhem yes that's right got it, <laughs> so, got it done.
1: so everybody check all of those things out um but with that
2: Big Kev. with that og we will bring this episode of big kev's geek stuff to a close the way we end some episodes by saying troll the respawn jeremy
3: and on that note
2: we cue the music